Are you a mum looking for some parenting inspiration, tips and advice, stories on the ups and downs we face in our lives as parents, some humour and a little bit of fun? Then you may have just found what you're looking for. Hi and welcome to the Parenting in the Thick of It show. I'm your host Louise Clark, a certified parent coach known to many as your parenting partner. As a mum to three teenagers, you can bet I've probably been there, done that and heard it all. Trust me, there'll be few things that I haven't experienced firsthand. I created this podcast because I just love to help mums like you find ways to navigate life in the thick of it and find a way out of it. Episode 572. Why you can't afford to solve all your kids' problems. Hi and welcome to the show. Today I'm really looking forward to talking to you about this point, why it is that we really can't afford to solve all of our kids' problems. And many of you will have heard of the terms helicopter parents or lawnmower parents. I love the lawnmower parents. In other words, you cut the grass ahead of them. You prepare the path for them so that there's no obstacles in their way. And the helicopter parents, of course, are hovering over their par- their kids, doing every single thing for them, making sure nothing goes wrong, and doing, doing, doing for their kids. And we all know on the surface of it why it's not good for them. But many of us continue to do it. And I think we have to look at the root. Why is it that as parents, we feel compelled to do too much for our kids. Where does it come from? And I think, you know, everything comes from our our childhood, the way we were raised, the is it nature or nurture? I think nature comes into it, the environment you were raised in, the you know, the food you ate, the water you drank, it all influences who we are today. Every experience we've had is going to influence our experience today in some way, shape or form. But generally speaking, Certainly, I was raised where I actually had to kind of just get on with it and do it. My parents didn't overdo things for me. And I have come out the other end being someone who is very driven, very motivated, a doer. Ask me to do something, I'll do it, I'll get it done. You know, you always there's always that saying, ask the busiest person to get something done and it gets done. Ask the person who's not busy to do it and it might take a bit longer. But, you know, so I, I did a lot when I was younger. But I think there's also the opposite of that where parents have done a lot for you and therefore you want to continue to do a lot for your kids. And I think the flip side of what happened or how I was raised is that I had to do it all that my I could look at that and say that my parents didn't do enough for me so might that drive me to do more than enough for my kids I I, I don't know you know you have to look at your own situation your own unique experiences as a child your parents parenting patterns your grandparents parenting patterns your parenting patterns and see if there's a link. It's it's interesting to, to, to see if there are links there that can help you work out your own patterns and why you parent the way you do. But the bottom line is this, and I've digressed a bit, but we really can't afford to be solving all our kids' problems. 
And Rudolf Draker is a very well-known Adlerian parenting specialist, uh, psychologist, actually. He's no longer with us. But his, he had a couple of very famous quotes. One, and both of them play into this. Never do for a child what a child can do for themselves. And that's really powerful because when we step in and do something for our kids that they are more than capable of doing for themselves, we rob them of the capacity of not just doing it, but of feeling good about doing it, feeling good about themselves, having the courage to do whatever comes their way because they are encouraged, and that's the other quote by Rudolf Drakers, is children need encouragement like plants need water. And I think I'm due an episode on the podcast on encouragement, so I'm going to make that the next one. So look out for episode 573 and make sure you tune into that if you want some tips on how to encourage your child. Because when we encourage them, we give them the courage to try new things, to pick them up from failure. Therefore, when we don't solve their problems and it doesn't go right for your kid, they have the resilience and the grit and determination and courage to try again. If we continue to do it for them because we can convince ourselves that it's quicker for us to do it, it's neater if we do it, it might be more thorough if we do it, it's, it, and we have to look at what message does it send our kids when we do things for them? What do you think they feel? How would you feel if someone asked, if your boss at work asked you to do something and just as you started it, they came into your office and they started doing it. They started telling you how to do it. How would you feel? How would you feel if you were asked to do something and you did it and afterwards your boss redid it? How would you feel? Now, obviously, there are certain times where we will do something and it has to be tweaked, modified, upgraded. But we as parents have to be very careful of the language we use in the instance where you've asked your child to do something, they've done it, and let's face it, it isn't or wasn't the best job. How do you tell them this without making them feel like they're, that they are not good enough, that their efforts weren't good enough? that the whole thing just wasn't up to par. So when we continue to do things for them because it might be easier for us, faster, quicker, better, more thorough, we are conveying to our kids that they have not got the skills required to do it yet. We're saying to them that we are better at doing it than they are. We're saying to them so many things that chip away at what they think of themselves. And many kids today are lacking in confidence, lacking in the capacity to trust themselves and depend on themselves and rely on themselves and believe in themselves. And this is another podcast I want to do on believing in ourselves and what we think of ourselves and do we accept ourselves for who it is we are. I've just started reading an amazing book called The High Five Habit by Mel Robbins. If you haven't read it or heard of it, it's very new, then hop over into Amazon and take a look or hop on onto the Good Project podcast uh, 
with Jonathan Fields, who's the author of Sparked, and he interviews Mel Robbins in his in one of his podcasts. Also, Jay Shetty from the uh, from his podcast, uh, the Purpose. Uh, life's purpose oh can't remember the name of the podcast but look at it. it's the, the number one wellness podcast in the world and I can't remember the, the name of it but look up Jay Shetty podcast and he also interviews Mel Robbins and you might think I've digressed here but it all this all ties into what we think of ourselves if we believe in ourselves accept ourselves and feel that we are good enough and all of it stems I think from a life spent of feeling second best to other people, feeling like we're not good enough. Just think about it. At school, we used to do our schoolwork, hand in an essay, and I remember thinking, oh my goodness, this is the best essay I've ever written, and handing it in, and it came back full of red pen, circles everywhere, grammatic, grammar errors, C minus, red circle on the top, and me just feeling deflated this way of marking kids, this way of comparing kids, this way of grading kids, it doesn't make us feel very good about ourselves. And we carry this good enoughness with us all our lives unless we make a concerted effort to appreciate ourselves for who it is we are and understand that we are good enough. You might be thinking, oh, she's really going off on tangents here, but I'm not because this applies to your kids. And the surefire way of making your kids not feel good enough, not feeling confident, not trusting themselves, not depending on themselves, having the courage to do things themselves, having the reliance on themselves to do it, and the belief in themselves, is for you to be doing too much for them. When we do something and we achieve it and we've put effort into it, that builds self-confidence, self-trust, self-dependence, self-reliance, self-belief and courage. And that makes us want to try it again. So as parents, if we continually step in to do things with the best of intentions, I know if you're doing it, it's not because you ever intend for all this other things, all these other things to happen. It's we just go about our day and perhaps we do too much for them at times. So to to round off here, I want you to really look at the things your kids do for themselves and more importantly, the things you still do for them that they are care- capable of doing for themselves. Make a list. What could you put on that list? Maybe it's getting their breakfast cereal bowls out in the morning or pouring their cereal. Maybe it's tying your, your four-year-old and five-year-old shoelaces still. Maybe it's doing your 14-year-old's English essay. Maybe it's making their beds. Maybe it's making their lunches. Whatever it might be, see if you can make a list of things that you currently do for your kids that you know absolutely they are capable of doing for themselves and ease them into doing more for themselves and you do less for them. And watch what happens. I'd be curious to know. So do drop me an email if you listen to this and it resonates. I love to hear from my, my from all of you listening. And thank you so much for tuning in. I get emails and I get warm words of encouragement saying how much you enjoy this show. 
And that warms my heart because this is why I do this. I show up to help parents and support parents navigate life in the thick of it with their kids. We're all in the thick of it. I'm in the thick of it. There's no way out of the thick of it, but there's a better way through it and I can help you get through it. So if you enjoy this, don't forget to head over to your favorite social media platform and share this podcast episode or send the link to a friend or or your family. Maybe you've got brothers and sisters who need some help with their parenting. We have to spread the message that it's not shameful to ask for help. It's actually the smartest thing in the world to listen to other people, to get different opinions, to get a whole range of, of ideas that you can tap into to hopefully help you navigate your life with your kids a little bit better. So, <coughs> excuse me, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you being there and helping this little podcast climb its way up the podcast charts. We are coming, I'm coming up to, well, I've surpassed the three quarters of a million downloads, but I'm looking to try and get to that million mark. So the more you can help spread the word, the more I will appreciate it. And thank, thank you again. So till next time, and episode 573, I think I'm going to do on encouragement. So this all ties into this episode that I've just spoken to today. And as always, you can scroll back through the other hundreds of episodes and find something that tickles your fancy that you want to listen to. So till next time, bye for now. That's it for today's episode on the Parenting in the Thick of It show. If you enjoyed the show, please do share it with your friends and family. And remember, if you find yourself stuck in the thick of it and can't see a way out of it, please send me an email. I would love to help you. My email is louise at yourparentingpartner.com. And don't forget to take a look at the Parenting in the Thick of It family organizer that I created. It's an evergreen family calendar guaranteeing 12 months of use from whenever you start. It also includes beautifully illustrated, informative and interactive monthly parenting theme pages to guide you through the year. It's the perfect organizer for busy families to keep track of all their activities, plus help parents be the best parent they can be. It's more than just a calendar. You can find the link for this and the other social media platforms that I am on below the description in this episode. Thank you so much for listening today and I look forward to being with you all soon. Bye for now.